listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey, Women Online Wellness Facebook Live group. Uh, welcome again to a very special edition of Facebook Live. You know, not long ago, hopefully many of you remember the interview I had with my oldest daughter, Katie, and we talked about a lot of different things. Well, in light of equal time, I'm blessed now to have my younger daughter, Caroline, here with us for the weekend, she came down and visited, and because I'm an equal opportunity papa, I thought it was only appropriate that we ask her to take a few minutes and talk to our women's online wellness community about a couple of things that I think are very timely and very appropriate. So thank you for taking this time, Caroline, <laughs> and Fitz the Wonder Dog. We're very excited to have Fitz with us today. He's very calm, uh, he's very laid back and less some kind of creature starts running out in front of us and then we're in big trouble. Anyway, uh, Caroline, just take a couple of minutes, just, just to, to lay the groundwork. Caroline's in the media and the whole premise of what I wanted to talk a little bit about today is the media and how that is influential and how that plays a role in all the different news and all the different things that we are so inundated with on a daily basis. So. Take just a second and tell everybody a little bit about your history, about where you've worked and what you're currently doing. Well, currently I'm a reporter in Lynchburg, Virginia. I've been there for a little over a year now. I right out of college and moved to South Mississippi and was a reporter at a TV station there for two years and then moved straight to Virginia and here we are. So you in the Biloxi station, I believe that was mm -hmm. a Fox affiliated station. Fox. And, and NBC. And NBC. And, and CW. And CW, okay. Uh, shows how much I know about mm -hmm. how television... See, that's one thing I didn't understand right from the start is a lot of local affiliates affiliates are not just a Fox affiliate or not just a NBC. Tell me, explain to me how that works. Well, to be honest, I don't know much about even about affiliates and stuff because it's not really anything we deal with. We're... At the local we're level. Just, yeah, at the local level, we're just owned. We're on the NBC channel, we're on Fox channel, that's it. We're just simply on their channel. So in Lynchburg now... Now it's not very common to have one that's an NBC and Fox. Okay, that I was, didn't know that if that was... That was a little was, weird. Okay. Because it was a smaller market, a smaller place, and so I guess it just works So basically, it. in Mississippi, your news broadcast was on the... Fox Channel, and then the same broadcast, everything was the same, was on an NBC channel. Yeah, so you remember, I worked So if somebody was actually watching, if they said, oh, I only watch Fox, they would see you, but somebody could say, oh, I only watch NBC, but the same broadcast would be on the MC, NBC. Oh, that's how fascinating. So what, what were you getting Well, in the say? morning, when I worked the mornings, you know, when I had the anchor fill in and the anchor desk, you'd be there from 5 a.m. until 9 a.m., but it'd be a 30-minute show on Fox, 30-minute show on NBC, 30-minute show on Fox, 30-minute show on But NBC. the same content? Yeah. Oh, wow. Pretty much, yeah. That's fascinating. 
So now you're in Lynchburg, mm-hmm. and who are you affiliated with? What national? ABC. ABC. So you've kind of made the rounds. Everything. Yeah, you, you haven't done CBS. You yet. haven't done CBS. That maybe for the Masters you can do that because CBS does the Masters. So okay. maybe you can. <laughs> But what I thought was interesting, which we've already kind of touched on, was the differentiation between the national brand, if you will, and local media. Uh, I think there, at least in my mind, was this misperception that local media and national media were tied together in what many would call media bias, were so aware now with whether it's COVID or whether it's politics, we're so aware of certain stations, certain networks, certain uh, modes of delivery have an agenda. I don't think anyone who's not been living under a rock would say that, yes, Fox is more of a conservatively uh, uh, approach type broadcast, whereas, say, uh, MSNBC would be a more liberal. So how, if at all, does that filter down to the local? I guess what I'm trying to figure out is, does that brand still apply at a local level? I mean, you still are on that channel, but no. In my opinion, if I was being controlled by national news i was hope i'd hope i get paid more <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't get paid like a national I, I got news that. reporter that so sense. it's it's a totally different ball game it's just i've never talked to anyone at national like national news it does they don't influence us at all walk walk me through what would be an average day as far as how you figure out what kind of story you're going to do. Just just give me a sense of what it's that's like. one of the like. most stressful parts of the job. But, well, we have a morning meeting every morning, and you have to get together. Well, now it's um, over Zoom, of course. Virtually. Yeah, and so you get together, and you send in your pitches by 9.15, and then you have your meeting. But you, it's only you to figure out your pitches, and, you know, it could be from... So a pitch is, is this is actually you going into this meeting saying... Here's a story that I think would be good. Yeah. Where where do you get your ideas for those stories? Oh gosh. All over the place. Facebook. Uh, people telling you. So people will actually message you or email yeah, you and call we, you. Our, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's fascinating. So do you do you get? What uh, if I got a letter in the mail? Really? Mm-hmm. You remember? You know what real mail is. Yeah. You've seen that before. Sent me, me a news tip on mail. Wow. Well, where do uh, you know? Sometimes there'll be something that'll come up in our business that we want to promote and we're told to send a press release. Mm-hmm. Where do those go? The entire newsroom probably if you're sending it to the right email. Okay, <laughs> so it would actually several of the reporters, the producers. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so you go in, you make a pitch, you say, hey, this is a story. What happens from there? Well, you either get told it's awful and it's <laughs> not going to happen. Can't imagine or, that. Yeah, or, you know, then it's kind of Depending on the story, it's either some are cut and dry and you know exactly what to do, and then some are more, you kind of have to mold it into something like when, especially I know we've talked about this, when it's something about two different sides. You have, we're not, I've had stories that don't air because I didn't get the other side. I didn't get the other person to 
respond. It's, I have every other angle, but it's, you, I didn't get the other side. You have to have, to make it a full story, you have to have stuff like that. So you kind of have to lay out who you're going to reach out to. So that was actually part of your training as a journalist, which unfortunately, that even that term has become pejorative for some people. But that was part of your training at this local level is that say you've got a story there was a story in lynchburg that you you covered where there was some it was surrounding some of the protests and there was mm -hmm. something at a bar that there was some uh, vandalism so you needed to get information from both the people at the bar and the people in the protest to make it a valid yeah. story yeah you weren't just told say oh, this was horrible, these people did a terrible thing, you go and just talk to one group of folks. Yeah, absolutely. That was not, not the way. Not the story. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that, I think, quite honestly, I believe that there's a lot of folks out there, including myself there for a while, that thought that when you sat down and made these pitches in these meetings, that you were told, oh, you've got to go do this story, and you've got to do it this way. If you had a story on a particular politician. It wouldn't be just go cover this person's speech. It would cover this person's speech and make sure as you write the story, you slant it favorably or unfavorably. And has that ever happened? Well, see, that, that's something that I think it's important for folks to understand. At the local level, that doesn't happen. Uh, that's not a part of, of what happens in the media at a local level. Now, obviously that doesn't apply to newspapers because we do, again, know that oftentimes newspapers do have a very, their editorial staff has a very uh, biased viewpoint. Not all of them. Well, you, can't, not, you can't loop everyone into things like that. Well, I think by and large you can identify individual newspapers. I think that's very different than, you don't have the equivalent of a network for newspapers yeah. like you do with television. Yeah. So I think the, the problem with a lot of people in accusing the media of bias is they are doing what you just said. They're lumping a lot of yeah. people with a broad painting, with a broad picture, with an umbrella well, that's if, not if true. If people get so upset about you know a bias or don't want to see that, watch your local news. Where we are live in your community. We're going to your restaurants. We're going to your churches. We're doing all that. We're part of your community. We're going to tell the story how, and you're going to hear from people that you want to hear from, not from, you know, some CEO of some massive company. It's a CEO of like a company that's here and local and that you care about. And so watch local news. People forget about us. Yeah, that's, that's true. I think we do fun things too sometimes. I think we get so caught up in, uh, looking at um, just a number of media sources that I've told folks before, and you folks remember this, I've said many times, actually try to limit the amount of exposure you to have to online sources, uh, uh, TV, newspaper, internet, because it just serves to confuse you. So if you are watching television for news, my suggestion is to watch as much local as possible, not only because they're covering stories that are important to yeah. the individuals, but 
you're not seeing that same level of bias that you tend to get at the national level. And that's what we're trying to avoid. So get your local news from the local folks that really are, are in the trenches and not with an agenda, not trying to, in fact, my guess is if you came back to one of your editors or one of your program, uh, what do they call them? Program managers or, or program directors? News director. If you came back to your news director and clearly had a biased story, if they saw that, well, you know, you really slanted it, really, you only gave this one politician's viewpoint, what kind of reaction would you get? It would be killed. You wouldn't have it. It would not be a story. And it's happened before. I mean, you know, sometimes people don't respond and I'm like, well, I worked all day on this story. Let's see if we can, you know, make it work. And, and that's something I learned early on they're like absolutely not that is you cannot do that well so my my hope is that as you are continuing to be investigating news and information that has a practical value to your life on a daily basis my recommendation based on advice from the expert is to watch your local news and be much less concerned about the type of bias that you tend to see that you almost always will get with more national approaches. Anything else you want to say to our incredible women's online wellness community? We've covered it all. We've covered it all. So guys, until next time, you know what we talk about here. Make healthy choices. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at reaker at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.